These are days of tough times and ongoing uncertainties. But in Spring Branch, we're taking tangible steps to help our local businesses by telling neighbors about PPP loans, linking them to online courses, and help from our top leaders. Spring Branch is working for businesses. Yours. Find out more at sbmd.org. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Looped In. This is the Houston Chronicle podcast all about real estate, the dirt, the deals, the people, the places. It's all here. I'm Nancy Sarno, real estate reporter with the Houston Chronicle. And today on the show, I am happy to welcome back James Glassman, author, artist, preservationist. James, am I leaving anything out? <laughs> That's a very nice list. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> welcome back to Looped In. Thank you. So a couple years ago, I went out to do a story on this new gated community of three-story homes that were priced in the around the 300,000s, you know, one of these dense townhome style mm-hmm. developments. And this is the kind of project that targets millennials, the mills of, of Houston. It's just outside of the urban core. And it... Um, the, the property is actually at the corner of Roslyn and West Tidwell. Do you know where that is, James? That's near Northside, maybe? So, not exactly. No? According to the Harris County Appraisal District, it is in market area 170, which is defined as Highland Heights, Acres Homes, and Pinemont. So close. Okay. Close. Yeah. But all that said, the development is called La Sierra at Oak Forest. Well, that's not anywhere near Oak Forest, is it? It's near Oak Forest, but I'm not <laughs> sure it's Oak Forest. So when I asked the developer why he named it that, he told me saying Oak Forest is more attractive to buyers. So the theme of today's show is names. James and I are going to highlight some local examples of developments and businesses that appropriate names of their fancier, hipper neighbors in the name of sales and marketing. We're also going to talk about neighborhood names and why some stick and why others don't. James, if you were new to Houston, you would see that development, La Sierra at Oak Forest, and assume it's in Oak Forest, right? Yep. (laughs) I sure would. And so it's not. Is that cool? I think it's, uh, when I see those things, I instantly think how, okay, first of all, are they in the neighborhood, in the boundaries? Right. I am usually have varying degrees of outrage depending on how far away from that neighborhood it really is. Yeah. Even if I don't live in the neighborhood, I I want truth in advertising. You know, I I think there are lots of great neighborhood names out there. Why not sort of do a little bit more research? Maybe there is another name neighborhood that that's in that that's supplementing or supplanting. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's an old, maybe there's some history that they could dig into and use on their name. Mm -hmm. I mean, Oak Forest is an attractive name now. It used to not be so fancy. Yeah. So I, I don't blame them for using it, but I, I just want I just want it to be more um, authentic and honest. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those examples because this is certainly not the only one. River Oaks is a prime example, sure, right? Sure. Everything is called River Oaks, River Oaks Donuts, River yeah. Oaks District. <laughs> I saw something that is very well inside of Montrose called something River Oaks. Oh. I mean, you, you couldn't even see River Oaks from where you where this building was. <laughs> I, is that Amley at River Oaks? I don't want to name names, but okay. there, yeah, it's that one. Yeah. That's a mile out of River Oaks. <laughs> now, yeah. if I lived in River Oaks, I think I would be protective of that. Hey, that's mine, not yours. So some neighborhood names in Houston stick and others don't. Some are 
organic, some are historic, and some are kind of manufactured, right? right? Yeah. I mean, Midtown, Uptown. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, I'll just say, you know, I love Midtown, the name Midtown. It's, yeah. it's, it really is perfect. Um, I was speaking with my mom, who's a native Houstonian, mm-hmm. and I was describing something in Midtown. Maybe it was Leon's Lounge or something like that. And I said, oh, it's in Midtown. And mom said, uh, what's Midtown? <laughs> and she grew up here. She didn't know what Midtown was. Yeah. I said, mom, you know, that neighborhood between downtown and the museum district. She said, there's no neighborhood there. That's a bunch of empty car lots and specs. Oh, yeah. And maybe HCC and, you know, right. there's some some Vietnamese restaurants. And she just, she said, there's no neighborhood there. I said, Mom, Mom hasn't been there in a while. Mom, you haven't been there in a while. There's a lot of things going on there. There's, there's a, a neighborhood. And when you drive into it from the spur. Oh, yeah. You get a big sign that tells you right where you are, <laughs> Midtown. And that, that is a monument that was put up by the management district. A lot of these names like Midtown and Uptown and Edo were really branded by the management districts, but a management district will assess property owners a certain amount each year. And that money again is taken and used theoretically to improve. So that's where you get, that's where you get the branding and the monuments and the newspapers, all the branding, all the monuments. It really works. It really is. I find I'm understanding and appreciating brand new neighborhoods because of the work of those groups. Well, that's it, interesting it, because not everyone feels that way. I don't in always fact, love the names, but... Yeah, but uh, the Montrose Management District was recently dissolved because the residents of the area that were paying the taxes just weren't, weren't happy with it. They weren't happy with where the money was going. And, uh, you know, you, you look at at the signs and, um, you know, those Montrose District oh, signs. Yeah, I'm not... A, I'm, as a Montrose kid, I do not like those signs. Yeah, and they have them in... Spring Branch, and they yeah. have them. In, I get it. In it's just a, it, I get the idea of branding. I mean, I love the idea of branding, in right. fact. But it that piece of branding, I I didn't love. Yeah. Do you remember when Montrose was not a word that you saw on a lot of things? Now Montrose is basically a collection of of other smaller neighborhoods like Westmoreland mm-hmm. and Cortland Place and Hyde Park and Lancaster Place, and there's so many smaller neighborhoods. Montrose is generally just considered that whole neighbor, yeah. that whole super neighborhood. We can call it that. I, I like to think that it's you know everything uh, west of Midtown and east of Shepherd, mm-hmm. north of Fifty Nine and south of Buffalo Bio. Yep, that's generally Montrose. But that's what I, I think of it. Too, yeah, me exactly. too. And yeah. and so that's that's great. But there was a time not that long ago when Montrose was not a name that you saw used on branding. I think there was in the sixties and seventies a rejection of the name Montrose because it was sort of a rundown neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, gay culture, which was had sort of uh, its home in Montrose, was not as uh, let's say accepted as it is today. Right. Because of that stigma, I guess attached to that name, that's air quote stigma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we started seeing the term near town. Mm. Have yeah. you ever wondered about near town? Yeah. I, th- I think that was in reaction because. I can't call myself the Montrose, you know, coffee shop because it's going to sound like I have a gay coffee shop. <laughs> I mean, if you're old enough oh. to remember that if you said Montrose in the front of it, right. oh, let's go to the Montrose bookstore. Oh, is that a gay bookstore? Yeah. So I think that's where we got near town from. Yeah. People wanted something that is descriptive of the neighborhood. Yeah, that's interesting. But so not, was near town made I'm, up? I, really think, to... I think I think I remember being on like a soccer team or a t-ball team as a kid. 
and it was like the near town little league or something. And I'm like, Hey mom, what's near town? And she said, well, and maybe it's because, you know, there's near town can also include South of 59, you know, Boulevard Oaks or Southampton. Uh-huh. Maybe that's huh. sort of near town also, but I always thought near town was sort of a, a fake name for Montrose. Totally. I mean, it has not <laughs> caught on if it's, well, the thing is near town's, they tried to well, do. near town's fading away and the term Montrose doesn't automatically mean, you know, gay. Right. Right. Do you call it Montrose or the Montrose? Well, that's a funny story too. So I say Montrose cause I'm not, I'm not fancy, but <laughs> I've heard some, one of your favorite, your favorite group, the millennials, I've heard some of them say the Montrose uh-huh. and I think they're saying it just to be funny, but I, I think they're actually getting it right. Oh. I've had, so my grandfather was born on a, born in a house on Marshall street. Uh, in Westmoreland and people of his generation would refer to Montrose as the Montrose. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out of as what we now call Montrose was developing. There was, like I said, there was a Westmoreland and Audubon place, and then we're getting to Montrose Boulevard. And it, that sort of blobby area was known as the Montrose edition. Oh, So the Montrose edition or shortened to the, the Montrose. Montrose. So, there is some history to that, and it's yeah. actually, I think it's accurate. I think it sounds sort of pretentious, but I don't fault anybody for that because it's, I think it's historically accurate. So yeah. the Mon- I live in the Montrose. I feel like I used to say the Montrose, like in the 90s. I don't think it deserves a single eyebrow raise at all. It's completely legit. It's just not, not everybody knows that it's legit. Right. I think I'm going to try to say the Montrose See if now. you get an eyebrow raise. Yeah. Yeah. The Montrose. Okay. So- other names, other neighborhoods. This is one thing that's always kind of confused me. Neighborhoods in wards and how people say Edo or the East End or the Second Ward. I uh, well, you know what? Do, what do we? What are you supposed to use? What's a What's a Houstonian supposed to use? It's sort of like the freeways, like the fifty nine, the sixty nine, the Southwest Freeway. Those are all the same things. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> the East Texas Freeway. I know, I know. There's a whole list of it. It's a good list. Yeah, um, that's then, been done. And then they get new names. They get renamed for right. Nolan Ryan or Ronald Reagan or <laughs> I don't know. There's there's signs everywhere. The Aggies. <laughs> I mean, God bless. So there are a lot of I I love all new names for freeways, but I'm just the gonna, Aggie Express. I'm going to call it 59 or the Southwest Freeway. Okay. Where so the, where were we? So, so the ward. So the ward. So you know the wards were a political boundary system that we abandoned over a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're they don't really have any meaning anymore unless we've revised them. Like the the like the historic sixth ward is an actual body of you know, a group of people, a group of homes, and all that business. Third ward is they've really taken that to embody that neighborhood on that other side of forty five there near U of H and TSU. Mm-hmm. But that's you know Riverside also. You know, right. they're, they're, yeah. So they're old names and new names, and it's it's great to see names that have no political meaning anymore still sticking around mm-hmm. because it, it's just another layer of interest and color that we have to d- describing our interesting neighborhoods Yeah, and, and the history of the city. Do you know about this neighborhood called the 44? No. I heard it in a song. Here? Yeah. It's Acres Home is the 44. Oh. And do you know why it's called the 44? 77044? I mean, right? No, no. <laughs> it's because the bus is the 44. Oh. It's still the the one that goes out to Acres Home is the forty four. The Metro bus is forty four. Oh, my I've heard gosh. it. In, I've heard it in hip hop song. Yeah, hip hop song somewhere out there is yeah. the four four. 
Oh, that's so cool. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So those are the those some sort of fun organic names, if you want to call it that, that were aren't made by a by a committee or right. that just came out of thin just air. Catch on. They catch on. Like it. I feel like Midtown caught on like that. I don't think they paid somebody to come up with the name Midtown. I think it just sort of happened. I think they paid somebody Did to they? come uh, up. Yeah. I hate to think about I mean, you know, people gotta eat. I know you gotta branding people, you know, they gotta make money too, but but, I could uh, be wrong, but I could be wrong. But you know, so that's why we see people pushing back on some names sometimes because yeah. they feel kind of hoisted onto us. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name what any of them are, but but you know, I think we crave authenticity in everything, and having a name sound like it just came out of the ground is is a perfect situation. Exactly. So, you know, who else is very territorial about its name is the Woodlands. Capital T. Capital T. Capital W. The Woodlands. Yeah. The Woodlands. But I think if anyone in the surrounding area uses the Woodlands, they come down on them pretty hard. Yeah. And it's been so successful, the name The Woodlands, that they are building a new master plan community called The Woodlands Hills. Now, wait a minute. Yes. I get the name for The Woodlands. Houston is on the edge of the uh, Piney Woods. Uh-huh. And so we've got little patches of forest. Yep. It's great. Where are the hills? You know, there are hills to be found. You just have to look for them. Now, wait a minute. I think I saw one at Herman Park. You know? (laughs) Oh, the one they built? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are hills at Glenwood Cemetery. That's true, but you're really close to the to Buffalo Bio there, so that's there's some geography. You know, yeah. just use that geography. You just have to kind of squint to find it. Yeah. So um, they're gonna well, they're so, gonna bring in some hills. Well, I I don't know exactly. I I did go out there for their groundbreaking and. I didn't see a lot of hills. I got to be honest. There Look, weren't a lot of hills that I, support, I passed. I support this hill initiative. I yeah. think Houston is in dire need of more geography. Are you trying to say topography? Yeah. Did you just call me out on the on the podcast? On the, say, radio? on the radio? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, so Houston developers are known for really taking liberties with their names, right? Well, let me interrupt. You know, think about that original ad that the Allen brothers put in the newspapers yeah. across advertising their new town of Houston. Exactly. That was a very uh, boastful and if not incorrect description of this town, you know, that it was healthy, that we had sea breezes, that we were elevated and we had all sorts of beneficial attributes. Attributes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that we were well watered. Well watered. Right. So we are founded on, you know, developers making claims about Houston and some true, some not. So right. who's going to stop them? Not me. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I mean, I might raise an eyebrow about <laughs> the, the hills of River Oaks or whatever it is. or the <laughs> Woodlands, hills. Well, you know, Sci Fair ISD does some of that. You know, there's they, they, they name their high schools after something Sci Fair because it's politically difficult to name a high school after a person now. Unless they're very long dead, but uh, so you know, you've got Cypress, Cypress Fair High School, you've got Cypress Falls, Cypress Ranch, Cypress Creek. Really? Yeah, but I'm like Cypress. There's no hills out there. There's no <laughs> creek. There's certainly no falls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Cypress Hill? No, that's a band. Never mind. That's not. A, sorry, that's not a high school. From the from the band from the '90s. Remember Cypress Hill? Insane in the brain. Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. So do you think other cities grapple with this? Do you think this happens elsewhere as much as it does here? There's got to be like Beverly Hills Salon that's 
that's in East LA or whatever, right? I bet I bet it's worse in other cities. People complain more because you know Houston is filled with so many Newstonians and people who really don't know any better. They True. they can have a name just given to them and they just take it for granted that they they can be tricked into thinking that this is Oak Forest when it's really not. So I I bet it happens everywhere, but I'm I'm actually surprised it doesn't happen as much as it does in Houston. Yeah, that's a really good point. I there was a new reporter that started here a few months ago and he said he lived in this neighborhood and then he said where it was and I was like you don't live anywhere near that neighborhood. See? And yeah. It, they I guess people just want a nice house in in a in a safe neighborhood near work. Yeah. They don't care what you call it. Well, you know, as a Houstonian and <laughs> as you. a Houstonian into history, it seems like that that whole idea really does a disservice to the city's culture and history. And, um, you know, you talk about amnesia, sure, people having amnesia about Houston's history. Well, it's it's like we are miseducating people. Is that a word? Uh, you know, I I've, I struggle with this obvi uh, obviously quite a bit, and uh, you know when you look at neighborhood names and you find some old ones, you can't even really imagine where what that neighborhood was. There there was one downtown near the ballpark called Quality Hill, which was a very nice part of town. Yeah, but there's really no evidence aside from the street grid and maybe one house over there that keeps getting moved around that that was a residential neighborhood. There was uh, Vinegar Hill, which was closer to uh, the Barbara Jordan Post Office. You know, there was another sort of a tough part of downtown near Market Square called Catfish Reef. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are really interesting sounding names, but when everything that makes that neighborhood that neighborhood goes away, what's the point of even calling it that anymore? You know, maybe it's time for a new name. Um, or if a freeway comes in and divides up, a friend told me this story. So when 45 was built, part of the third ward was cut off from the rest of the community. So there were houses on both, side of 40, both sides of 45. So south of 45, we still call that the third ward, even though further out is you know Riverside. And, mm -hmm. But on the north side of 45, which people I think call Edo or East End, there's a, there's a sliver of houses there and, a, and an elementary school, and that was referred to as the Lost Ward. Hmm. What a cool sounding name for what's yeah. such a tragic story. Yeah. This, these were people basically cut off from their own community because of the freeway, not not many blocks. Wow. Um, and you know, freeways have a sort of a terrible history of helping us get from A to B, but cutting off communities that really don't have a voice or can't fight back. So yeah, that's absolutely. another that's another podcast. That's idea. another show. I know that's... there are books written on that. Yeah. As, even about Houston's freeways. But anyway, but that's, I wouldn't call that a fun name, but that's a very evocative sounding name, you know, The Lost Ward. I mean, right. That sounds like a great novel about Houston, maybe. Or Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. And so, it makes me think of The Lost Boys. <laughs> great movie. That's a long, that's, yeah. <laughs> hey, Gen Xer, how are you? <laughs> right. Is that 30 years ago, maybe? Oh, maybe something. more? <laughs> no, maybe not. But uh, That wasn't made in Houston, was it? No. 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 <laughs> not like Reality Bites. Oh God! I you know I got in a little mini fight with somebody the other day about the house where they filmed Reality Bites. Yeah. I know exactly where it is. Okay. Don't fight with me about it, bro. <gasps> and he was, I, I was like, let's go, and I was going to put him in the car, but he wouldn't be convinced because he'd have to see the picture of you know when they're out yeah. front and you see the skyline. It's, it's on like Dallas. It's or? on West Clay at Taft. Okay. It's right there. Yeah. Okay. And the what house did he, is the house is still there. What did he think? 
He was pointing over to Bel Air or something. I was like, oh, dude, what's he thinking? Maybe that's a terms of endearment or the follow up. What was it called? The something star. Star. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a terrible movie. It's got a lot of great Houston in it, too. Yeah. But not, you know, it's that's filmed not at the same house. What? The, the first movie and the second movie are set in the same house, but they're not filmed at the same house. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. Well, they couldn't get the rights back or yeah. whatever. All right. Well, James, um, I hope you had fun. Thanks, Nancy. Listeners, hope you had fun as well. Until next time, please subscribe to Looped In on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like the show, please write a review or rate us. It helps us grow. You can check out more about our podcast and others at HoustonChronicle.com slash podcasts. And if you have an idea for a show or just want to say hi, you can reach me on Facebook or Twitter. I am at N Sarnoff. Thanks, everyone.